0: Alright guys, welcome to Up in the Air. This is our fourth episode here. Um, I'm your host Jake Desling along with my co-host Riley Pillsbury. Riley, say what up to the people.
1: What up people?
0: Oh, do, let's get it this time. Let's get it. <laughs> uh, we got a good show for you guys today. In case you didn't miss it. In case you did miss it, wow. <laughs> yeah, Over right. the weekend. I didn't skip a beat
1: on that. But no, it's yeah, all good. A yeah. good. catch. Yeah.
0: Over the weekend, we had one of the most wild uh, March Madnesses. I'm not very old, but in my memory, that's probably the most wild I've ever seen. We'll get into that. Uh, my JETS Jets, Jets, Jets made a huge trade. We'll dive into that. Huge. Um, introduce a couple new segments to you guys that we came up with. And we'll get into Up in the Air after that. Everyone's favorite segment, of course.
1: Yeah, the people love it.
0: Love it. So we'll just, we'll dive right in here, Riley. Uh, anything you want to add before we dive in?
1: Um,. Other than my bracket being oh, complete oh, garbage, not much. Really. Speaking of that,
0: how much did you lose, Riley?
1: Um, well, it's a it's a whole thing. Yeah, um, betting, betting wise. Betting wise, I think thirty dollars. altogether, but not, not, not laptop and not the past wise. week, but yeah. thirty dollars altogether on the tournament. Not terrible. Um, could be worse. But we went up in other in other aspects of sports, so that's okay. Spring training baseball, not so much. NBA not so much either um Europe- doesn't sound like you went up european at all. ball you just bet on real madrid and luka donich and you're fine so that's about i a,
0: didn't even realize you did that that's, no i'm joking uh, i was gonna say that would be that extreme.
1: would be a maniac you have to be insane to do i that. think
0: you'd be in- addicted at that point
1: if you can find a, a stream though like on reddit then you're all in because <laughs> you have no idea what to expect and that would that'd be pretty thrilling <laughs>
0: all right we'll dive into the tournament. Um, Let's just start off with we'll go region by region and yeah. how's that sound? So it works. We'll start off with the South, which is obviously the craziest part of the tournament so far. Uh, it's the first region in the history of the tournament since seeding began in 1979, where none of the top four seeds yeah. at all are in the Sweet 16, and it's crazy.
1: I'd like to find a guy who has this tr- this side of the tournament just. Completely correct, and just it, punch him right in the groin. If someone nailed that, that's why I did, maybe in the face as well. I did well pick of
0: Chicago. By the way, we you can go check on our last web, our last podcast. Yeah. I 100 percent said people, that I had the them.
1: People will doubt that, but no, go back and listen.
0: I had everything else wrong. I did. I did pick Texas, which is similar to picking Nevada.
1: I that's actually a good point. I, I like that. It's yeah. not
0: exactly the same, but I didn't have Cincinnati
1: exactly. So same. Exactly, you picked an upset, so and then counts. Kentucky and Kansas
0: State. I was nowhere near right on those, but that's okay.
1: I had Nevada in another bracket. I made like three, but the one that I, I did that we kept track of, I just had Texas in It's uh, and it's Miami. crazy. We Miami. both picked
0: Arizona to win, so yeah, that's our bad. It's we terrible. were we were just a slightly off. Uh, they only lost by twenty one in the first round to a MAC team in UB, but we were just a little bit off though. Exactly. Um. So the crazy thing is, is Kentucky now. Arguably has the easiest path to the Final Four. I think, on paper, they have the easiest path. I don't think it'll actually turn out to be the easiest path.
1: they like Coach Cal is going to be on the on the hot seat if he can't get out of the South, especially if they play Loyola Chicago and just like bomb against them. That well, would be hilarious. That will be Sister
0: Jean doing that. That will be
1: Sister Jean taking down Coach Cal. Would be the greatest upset in the history of sports. No, it's just forget God about a sixteen. It won't be an one.
0: upset. Everyone will see it coming. God will know.
1: That's true. God does control everything.
0: Everything and all things,
1: especially college basketball. S- especially, especially the, college month, the month specifically
0: of March. college basketball. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the biggest upset of this region is Virginia losing by twenty to sixteen yeah. seeded UMBC, who, by the way, only made it to the tournament on a mere, not a miracle, on a last-second game-winning three-point shot in their conference tournament from the top of the key against Vermont who they hadn't beat in 20 years. Dude, that's crazy. And they play yeah, in the I same conference.
1: That. I, knew they, I knew they had a buzzer. I didn't know they didn't beat them in 20 years. That's crazy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not gonna lie. i not going to lie. I was watching that game for, like, the first half, kind of going back and forth between games because I was like, oh, this is a good game, but, like, Virginia's just going to blow this team out of the water. Like, halftime, I think they were tied, right? I put it all on Virginia just to win in the second half and just take the dub. And, of course, of the weekend. I just decided to watch the first, like, five minutes of the second half. I think UMBC went up 10 in, on, like, a 10-0 run. Just turn the TV off because y- you know at that point that it's over. It Everyone knows first five minutes of like the second panicked half are a and big like predominant like for the rest of the game.
0: UVA just panicked and, like... Dude, they were... They didn't look like themselves. I know they aren't, like... Fan- they are f- they're a very good basketball team, but they aren't like yeah. flashy and like.
1: I've never seen Virginia play a full be- full game of basketball before them, but boring. they but they did not look like themselves. Nice no, and it, well, they didn't have their sixth man, so like, okay, I guess he was gonna He's be a very the guy who defender. guarded uh, the Lyles. Lyles, but at the same time, like it wasn't even that the the little guy, little short Trey Young KJ looking Mara. guy, yeah, Mar. He From was Puerto just Rico. he was just running circles around people. It was crazy. He, quick, motherfucker. Quick as hell. Like as lightning. Five eight, I mean, one forty. Yeah, that's the thing. I think he. I think.
0: I never thought I'd see a player that's like. I think half by the second Isaiah game.
1: Thomas. I think by the second game, they were they were like yeah, and like we talked to him, and he actually just lost. He was like one thirty eight, and he said he was he started like, he lost like twelve pounds over the whole course of the year. That's kind of crazy,
0: but. That's a lot for someone his size.
1: Yeah. It's kind of scary, actually. You might you might want to go check that out with a doctor or something. But and and then
0: Loyola Chicago winning on two essentially buzzer beaters. The second one wasn't a buzzer beater, but game winners. I'm, I didn't Last watch second. Yeah, I didn't watch. You have not watch of any of their games. games. I haven't seen. E- so, I haven't
1: seen them play yet. But I have money on the Nevada Loyola game. So and I put it on Nevada because Nevada's I've seen, also I've seen good, Nevada dude. play, and they played. They were playing real. They well. came
0: back, and they they came back on Cincinnati. They, and they had these two twins they,
1: that look exactly the same. Yeah and it, it's so confusing it is so confusing to watch yeah. but it's hilarious because the the announcers have no idea how to do it because they're like oh i think that's uh the, oh nope and then, like they just basically just yeah. say the and last The thing is most most
0: of their best players transferred from other places
1: oh so they've got like actual good like players.
0: i don't remember where those twins are from but they transferred in from somewhere
1: yeah i remember hearing that actually
0: I can the place is escaping me right yeah. now but they transferred in from somewhere else. And Loyola Chicago won on a game winning 3 against Miami which was basically a buzzer beater. The buzzer went off. 0.3 seconds isn't really anything. And then what they hit and this is where Sister Jean was on their side, their best player uh, Custer, point guard, little white kid, hits this like step back jumper like 3.6 left, but it hits the f- the side of the rim, the backboard, the front of the rim and then in. Yeah, and I like saw it that bounced around and went in I saw
1: that on Twitter and I was I I remember because I actually had money on Tennessee and I was watching the the, the final three minutes Saint Patty's day and at first we're chilling and then we're, we go we leave the house we turn I, I turn the TV off walk like walk into um, my friend's house there's like three minutes left in the game just checking my phone I finally get there there's like Seven seconds left, Tennessee goes up one, I think it was like 62-61, and I'm like, I'm fine, we're chilling. Just update the app, buzzer beater, craziness. In case you didn't notice, and you don't... My heart just just skipped a beat. Was you don't bet up. on
0: SEC teams that aren't Kentucky.
1: Well, see, you do a- if you watch a hype video of them on the Players' Tribune, and ah. they were just... Except for a M. They, they looked like they had a chip on their shoulder, and I was all in. I went right... From that video to putting money on them, it was tough, very tough.
0: It's going to be a wild bracket up there. Uh, I honestly think if Kentucky doesn't do it, it'll it'll be Nevada just because of how they played. I was
1: going to say I think Nevada is going to upset Kentucky just because. I mean, they they play crazy. Also,
0: Musselman's amazing, and his daughter Danielle is electric. The coach.
1: Oh, I saw. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I saw that when I watched the game. Yeah.
0: Um. All right, we'll we'll move on to the bottom of that bracket there, the West, where Xavier goes down to Florida State, yeah, and UNC defending champs get stomped, stomped by Texas A&M. And then, you know, Gonzaga moves on. Michigan wins on a shot where they had no business winning, which it sucks.
1: So was that the shot where the guy, he gets blocked and just throw up a a prayer? No, that
0: was Michigan State. We'll get into that. That was at the end of the half. That was crazy. That was wild. Um, no, so Michigan they just kind of Houston like beat them all game, and this Jordan Poole, this fresh and averages six points a game. Just like
1: oh, he went off, right?
0: No, he it, he didn't go off in the game. He just hit this shot. Yeah, that's yeah. it was uh, Muhammad Ali Abdul Rahman was yeah just a little bit of a mouthful there. He's dribbling.
1: <laughs> I, I thought we were like changing subjects for a second. No, he's like, he's, le- he's Michigan's now? leading sc- <laughs> scorer,
0: Muhammad Ali Abdul Rahman.
1: That's crazy. Yeah
0: and he, so he, he's drip he's dribbling down the court and he passes off from the side and the dude is like smothered and he's like 30 feet away and he just kind of like catches it and like it flails up. all his extremities out and just banks it in. It's crazy. Actually, I don't think he banked it in. And he just just water. And they're going nuts and he he's like he they interviewed him about it, and he's like, yeah, I was trying to avoid everybody because I didn't want to get tackled. So he's like, it's like this goose hunt after. <laughs> but Houston's a really, really good team. Rob Gray is one of the best players in the tournament, and he is a stud. He played great. I would have loved to see him play Texas A&M. Um, yeah, I would have loved to see him keep playing just because I, I'm a big mission guy. I have him going to the Final Four as DU, um, but I... I don't know. It would. I don't think they deserve to win the game. And my bracket was already shot. I would have rather just see Houston win and just kind of see where things go.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I really do like all the madness. Just be like I I don't really care. I don't have a dog in the fight at all. I'm not a big like. I don't have my own I like, do, but team. We'll but like, so I just I just care about the upsets. So yeah. well, right, see, that, I can care about crazy. both of those
0: things: a dog in the fight and an upset. We'll get to very that. very
1: true. Yeah, you're in that in, the, in a in a nice little position there. And but. I did go Xavier though. I did go, I did go Xavier to win that game, and it was just BS because the number fifty five. Did you watch this game? They Florida were State game. The uh, Xavier Florida State game. No.
0: Did you uh, talk about JP McCure
1: Yeah, he had a clean block. Just pinned a guy on the to the bottom of the backboard, and they called a foul. They looked. They reviewed. They didn't even review it, but you could see like people. Yeah, you can't
0: review fouls.
1: Yeah, but he they could have they should they should make that a rule.
0: <laughs> I was to say you can't. They should make that a rule. It just eliminates refereeing. And yeah, that's true. But, but, but I just didn't see Florida State beating them. Like I don't care how like I I knew Xavier wasn't going to I had them in the lead eight. I don't know why because they never make consecutive runs in tournaments. Yeah. This is they've been a top 2 seed twice now.
1: Who, Xavier? Yeah, they were yeah. 2
0: seed another time and they yeah, they failed to reach the sweet together. 16 both times. Like yeah. they're underdogs. It's like exactly. if Butler's a top 2 seed, are you really like, yeah, Butler. They're like no.
1: If they were ranked like, if they were like a uh, like fourth seed, if they were yeah, anything, be, be, if they be were like, be if they were
0: five or below and they weren't expected to get to Sweet Sixteen, yeah. I'd pick them to go to Sweet Sixteen.
1: Exactly, they're like that team. Like they can't be elite, but they. they if can be if they were playing an anyone underdog, else, they're never, an under, they're never ranked as an underdog.
0: If um, they were playing anyone else but Florida State or Missouri, like if they were playing the Sea Hall or Alabama, yeah. I would have picked someone else.
1: Yeah, but the only reason they won was because of that foul, and then there was a reach in foul. And the guy just he didn't even touch the guy. And they called a foul and that gave him four. And then he had to sit out and Florida State made a big an even bigger run than before. And then the kid ended up fouling. I watched
0: Florida State play this year and they just aren't as good as they as they should be or they were. And I don't think they'll beat Gonzaga. I think they're playing better than people expected them to. They are
1: playing better than people but, expect, but I don't think – I think Gonzaga just is
0: – And it's, it's, you know, good for them. Like, good for the ACC. I root for the ACC in yeah. general, except for when they play Syracuse.
1: Gonzaga, like, everyone – the whole story about Gonzaga this year is like, oh, you've they've never made a – like, they've never won a Final Four, like – Blah, blah So like they, this is like their opportunity because like Michigan's the highest seed of the, like in the in the East now. Gonzaga has the best chance terrible. to make the final four. Yeah,
0: according to the ESPN. I've, Michigan ranked yes,
1: uh, ranked ranked or sorry, ESPN ranked Michigan as like the 15th seed out of all these teams now. They reseeded everybody yeah. and they put they're them at best 15. Yeah, which well they really shouldn't have won that game. Concerns they concerns me because I put money on them they should have won that game ranking came
0: out i'm excited about texas a&m because they have a couple of grown-ass men playing in the front court sec first, oh, so team, first teamers and juniors and tyler davis them? is a monster robert williams is first off consecutive games windmill dunks is awesome but he's a grown man down in the post uh starks just takes big shots makes big shots uh dj Hogue, there's small f- it's h-o-g-g it's Hogue, not hog um <laughs> he's like a point forward type and he's big and he can shoot and they have they're very talented and they're very big and they're very physical and they have guys in guard Mo Wagner from Michigan and Michigan just hasn't played fantastic like yeah they beat Montana pretty handily they still only scored 61 points yeah they haven't scored more than 64 points in their two games yeah. which um, isn't a lot and A&M has played very well they beat a good Providence team and they dismantled they, the defending team they chance.
1: like they like very, like for taking out the defending champs, they like very. They're very like under the radar in terms of like momentum. Like no one's really talking about. Well,
0: this they game. were a top five team at some point. They just struggled in the middle yeah. of the season in yeah, the SEC. I,
1: they were kind of like Arizona, but all, for different reasons. A little
0: extreme. A little more extreme though. A little more struggle.
1: Yeah, but not. But not the hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Well, yeah it, not all the scandal. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that's that's interesting because like no one's no one's really talking about that game. Yeah. I, I feel like. Knowing me, Michigan's probably going to lose by a million. Yeah. So, uh,
0: we'll go up to the East quick now. Uh, actually, quick. I have, I have Michigan coming out of there, like. In my bracket, but I really think A&M is going to come out of there. I have Michigan going there. I
1: think Gonzaga is probably going to. Watching a
0: I think a is going to come out of there. That's my prediction. See, Not I haven't seen. After watching. I
1: haven't seen A&M play a they're, full game. I just saw highlights. They're good. So they're real good. Well, that really uh, We'll go up to me. East.
0: I have all four correct: Nova, West Virginia, Texas Tech, Purdue. No, good I have for all you. four good of them. for
1: you. Good for you. I had Wichita State, Arkansas in there. Just Arkansas. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you? What the hell's wrong with me? Um, you
0: picked them over Butler. That was I, your first. mistake. Yeah, that was my first mistake. But also, then I
1: also just didn't think Purdue was that good because I had already seen them play in the Big Ten tournament and they were terrible. That's a terrible time to watch them. They though. were terrible.
0: They're a really good team who lost one of their best players, who might come back. Yeah. Shout out to engineers at Purdue. My
1: finagles. Those some, geniuses might right come word up to with. Use. A, yeah. We'll some, fi- some elbow brace. Some el- elbow so, brace magic.
0: I th- I picked Texas Tech to go to the Final Four prior to this, um, so I'm gonna stick with that for now. However, I totally don't have I don't have a lot of faith in that because Villano- Villanova's looked like the best team in this tournament. Cause they've dismantled both teams they've played like they should. The only team to win as uh, as dominantly as they have is Duke. Yeah, I really but think I think Villanova dismantling Alabama and Collin Sexton the way they did. Is a lot more impressive than Duke dismantling Rhode Island.
1: Yeah, and it sucks because like Duke and Villanova are going to play each other in the semis if they all if they both win out. Yeah. So like that should be the national championship game. We should almost just we should almost just like stop the the left side of the bracket and just only play the right <laughs> I side. I know. But at the same time, like I hopefully hopefully like whoever gets in from from uh, the west and the south for yeah. that game, hopefully whoever, like, actually gets in, either, like, say it's, like, Nevada or Kentucky or, uh, like, Gonzaga or, like, Texas and M, hopefully they just don't get blown out by yeah. the, like by the time they get to, the, like, the final game because you know it's Nova or Duke. I feel like that's – I feel like that's what Based it is. on how they've played so far, yeah. yeah, but it's
0: March. Anything can happen.
1: Exactly. Um, and that's, so that's We'll that's move down to the Midwest Kansas because – Kansas is still in it too, so, I mean – We'll move down knows. to the
0: Midwest because the East is, like, pretty much what everyone expected. Yeah. It's – for of the top five teams, like it's nothing crazy wild. Um, other than Marshall beating Wichita State, you know Marshall beating yeah. Greg Marshall, who used to coach there at Marshall. Other than that, nothing really crazy That's happened. That's actually at hilarious. All.
1: Yeah, um, his last name was Marshall. It is Marshall, and he coached at Marshall. Yeah, and then he lost to Marshall. It's like alliteration and redundancy at the same time. And so the only
0: upset in the Midwest throughout the entire bracket. Um, in in the first round was Syracuse beating TCU, which I was completely Playing wrong about.
1: Playing team, I had I uh I had it, them you? in another bracket, uh, but no, I didn't change this one. But they here's my
0: first mistake as a fan of Syracuse is I'm doubting them at tournament time, which I shouldn't do because especially when this is like the, one of the biggest lineups they've ever had is size with that zone. It doesn't matter how terrible your offense is; it's if,
1: really hard to move the ball.
0: It's crazy. Yeah, like what they've they they are the biggest team in college basketball. They average height of six feet eight inches. That's which is crazy. Wild. That's their average height is six eight. Jeez. The starting lineup, There's, it's six. Frank Howard six five. Tyus Battle six six. Rasette and are six eight. And Chuku's seven two in the middle. It's
1: crazy. I don't know any. So I don't know who any of those guys are, but they're all tall. Tyus Battle.
0: Much. Well, you should know Ty's Battle is because I've heard that name. Yeah. He's he had their highest average scoring throughout a season since Hakim work 2004, oh, wow. who was an all American yeah. that year. Um, and then that's more than CJ fair is an all American Christmas when he was an American, all American more than like, it's, it's crazy. and, sets a freshman from Canada who's averaging 15 and 9, so he's been pretty good.
1: Canadian basketball players, man, like every once in a while, he's a player like that you're in Canada, Canada. Just like has a, a guy who just comes and out. And Frank Howard is like out of nowhere the best like worst player.
0: Frank Howard's like the best worst player I've ever seen. Is he that's makes his floaters are really analogy. good? That's a crazy. Very inconsistent jump shot. Um, he he makes a lot of good plays, but he makes so many stupid plays that I just hate him.
1: Sounds like I, a shoot around guy. He's terrible. He's probably a shoot around. He's guy.
0: terrible, but he he makes plays sometimes, and it's, I don't know how to. No, anyways, he's,
1: he's like me. He's good when he shoots around. He's probably looks dope when he's just in the gym shooting by himself, and then <laughs> he gets onto like the pretty hardwood much. with like everybody else. And he's just like, oh shit! Like we actually Syracuse. actually got like Syracuse make in that game. Now and like pass the ball and all that. That's how I play. Yeah. That's how I play pickup.
0: That's just pretty much isn't, how Frank Howard it, plays basketball. Isn't
1: Duke um, isn't Duke like running his own too? Yeah, so coach K it's adopted a 2-3 zone, zone this year. That's hilarious. And
0: ever since, you remember how they were struggling mid-season and everyone's like yeah. why are they giving up 89 points a game? Yeah, or, yeah. that's an exaggeration, but they switched to 2-3 zone after that and have locked shit down and they've gotten so much better. And so this is just going to be a game of two, like the two best coaches in Division 1 history. Um coach K just became the winningest coach in the history. He passed Pat Summit. Like he's yeah. the Winning his coach,
1: other than that guy, the uh, guy in the, from the D D three school. Who had yeah, like
0: well, D one wise, he's number one. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah. So I mean, it's gonna be fun because it's gonna be zone against zone against zone. And so Syracuse had fifty five points. They had twenty four made free throws and only fifteen made field goals and one made three point. They made
1: fifteen shots
0: in the entire game. Jesus. And they won. But they're 24-31 from the free throw line, which is pretty good. 77% yeah. for a college offense that's, yeah, that's, that's 315th crazy. in scoring is very good. And then Michigan State was 8-37 from the three-point line.
1: Yeah, Michigan State, I I also, in another bracket, picked to win or to get to the to the. They Final were the fourth four, most popular to team to win, to, to win it all in, in yeah, ESPN brackets Because yeah. of Izzo. Izzo always works as This magic. is the third consecutive year they haven't made
0: the sweet sixteen, Riley. What? Third consecutive year they haven't made yeah. the sweet sixteen. Izzo's magic is dead.
1: But the thing is when, when he uh Yeah, it's true actually. You're right. You're what thing is when you once after you as a coach like get to like so many like Sweet Sixteens, Elite Eights, Final Fours, everyone just kinda like locks it into like the back of their head. They're like, Come come march. They're like, This this team's usually good in the tournament. No, they I get it too. Usually make a run, but like you. Last year that they it, were in nine. You forget so. that it was like two thousand eight when they like made a deep run. They've
0: only won one championship, and it was two thousand two. That was the only time exactly they've only actually my point. won the championship. Exactly my point. But Syracuse has only won one as well, but they've been to three. Yeah, but Bayheim. I'm always like
1: Syracuse makes a good run in the, in the tournament. Yeah, every year. especially when they're because it's just locked in the back of my head. It's
0: because Bayheim knows how to coach, and these guys perform. It, all you have to do at this time is be playing good defense. They don't have to score
1: shit. Yeah, it's very true. All they have to do
0: is buy in and be like, listen, guys, we're long, we're tall. We intercept passes because there's nowhere to pass the ball. I
1: haven't been touching any of these over over bets because... Don't ever... If Syracuse is playing, don't bet over. All these games are like 19 to 11 with like two minutes left in the first half. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Like that is ridiculous. Also,
0: Michigan State put a six-year senior who averages less than one point a game in the middle of the zone, which is like the weak spot of the zone. Yeah. I don't know how much you know about like. No, going I know against.
1: because I used to watch Syracuse all the time. I used, yeah, like, I actually so like used to watch them all you the attack the
0: 2 3 zone from the middle. You get yeah. the ball in the middle. The, you have the, the pass. The way that
1: a 2 3 zone works is you, you make them shoot three pointers and just hope that the college team is not going to hit. Th- like that's why it works so well in college. Yeah, that's no, why that's, they don't do it in the NBA. Well,
0: you can't do it in the NBA because yeah. it's illegal. What? You've never heard of defense of three seconds?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. But that's you can not a still thing run, in college. You can still run a 2 3. But sort of, but not really. You got to make sure the guy in the, under the basket's moving in and out. But yeah, yeah it's sort of, but you, you can't really. You're want to. Right, You're Yeah,
0: three. It's just stands there in the middle and doesn't. Fuck but basically,
1: what I'm saying is, college kids are not just going to be knocking down threes consistently. No. So like,
0: no, because unless you play Duke, where they have five NBA players, yeah. but even not all of them shoot threes. Yeah,
1: yeah. The, like, the average player on the court is making like a hundred, hundred thousand. Yeah, average. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't see them beating Duke because the last time they played Duke. They were held to 44 points and you're not holding duke to less than 44 points i don't care if yeah. you can keep them below 60 you have a chance but if they get anywhere above 65 syracuse isn't going to outscore them
1: yeah i saw the play yeah i even like saw the playing game against Aaron's. Z- the only syracuse game i've watched from the tournament was the playing game and even then it was like these guys cannot play they can't
0: score their them, offense yeah is literally setting like a ghost screen with one of the big guys yeah. and then dribbling into both defenders and then either waiting or dri- or driving the lane, putting up a crazy shot or passing out and taking a three that they're not going to make.
1: really makes you wonder if, if uh, Bayham's an overrated offensive mind. Offensive mind? 100%.
0: I think he's passed his time offensively. But that zone, I doubt him during the season because I'm a skeptical fan, but you get into the tournament and his zone is so fire it doesn't even matter.
1: Exactly, Syracuse always makes a good run in the tournament every year.
0: Yeah, and I'd also like to point out that Kansas is a lot better than we thought. Not Kansas, sorry, Clemson. Kansas is obviously. I was going to say
1: Kansas, uh, kind of the opposite, honestly. Kansas,
0: no, but this is how Kansas is in the tournament. They don't blow teams out. Yeah, they always have scares. Clemson might beat Kansas. Kansas is the same way as Michigan State, almost except they always make the Sweet 16 or the Elite Eight, and they just after that it's just kind of like, well, other than Mario Chalmers, like what are they going to do? Yeah, That's very true. So, I, I think Duke will make it out of this, even though I picked Kansas yeah, after let's, watching. Let's I think Duke will make it out.
1: Let's re-bracket for a second, and who do you think is going to be in the Final Four? Final,
0: Final four, four, Nevada, A&M, Nova, Duke. And the championship will be A&M and Nova. Okay. I, Those are my predictions. I
1: like that. I respect that. I think, honestly, I think Kentucky, Zaga, and then Nova and Duke, and I think Duke's going to beat Gonzaga. Which is tough for Gonzaga to just lose to UNC and then just lose to Duke, but yeah, it is what it is. That's why you maybe you know you get into a better. Conference. I think this is one of
0: the better Duke teams we've seen in a long time. Yeah. I really
1: like Marvin Bagley's just unreal. And they have
0: a, they have unreal. one of those seniors, Bagley's Grayson good. Jason
1: Allen, I, I I don't know. I just think
0: Bagley's the best player they've had in a while. Yeah, I know Jaleel
1: Okafor was really good when he was there. Jason Tatum, but you you got you got to fix this, Riley. Every yeah. show. Every damn show. It's a recurring thing. It's actually com- It might be just a segment.
0: Riley's phone ding. And that was yeah. Riley's phone ding.
1: And that was my incoming text of the night.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, we'll move on quick. Uh, do we have anything else to talk about? Well, we, got,
1: we got this uh, new NFL league. Or not NFL oh. league, but NFL oh, well,
0: rival league. Hey, hold on. We'll oh, you want to talk? You're, you're missing, missing this the segment here. We Let's do. We have, a new, we
1: have a new segment
0: all right so
1: we've got a sports millennification. Um basically uh, Riley's
0: gonna always introduce that I can't say that word
1: yeah I, I could barely say it I don't know I last podcast I barely got it out but uh, yeah it's basically you know how uh, how Millennials are are changing uh, the sports world and this one at uh, the SF Austin coach I don't know his name. Uh, could not tell you it, but said his team lost because he has too many millennials. And, Jake, it just proves my uh, my theory that uh, Fortnite in the locker room doesn't create a, a winning culture.
0: No, I don't think it—I mean, if you're not squatting up right there, then no. I mean, you're going to talk true. shit to each other, and you're just going to be worried about Fortnite and not about winning the game. That's true. Right? I mean, Fortnite is everything now, right? It, it doesn't is, matter.
1: It's taking the world by storm. I clearly lost this team because this is SF. You talk about a team that makes runs in the in the tournament. They made a run a, a couple years ago. They could have probably made another one if Fortnite wasn't a thing in the locker room. Yeah, no, it's. I mean, they're only
0: a 14 seed playing. Who they play? You know, we got. They played Texas gotta, Tech, think, right? Yeah, I think it was. No, no, they only played like a team that's in the Sweet 16. They only played a top 12 team in the country. You know, but yeah, no, it's definitely Fortnite. And the millennials not paying attention and not getting off their phones and not watching film. By the exactly. way, he says they don't watch the other they, team enough they because don't they're watch on the, the phone, which is one hundred percent their swiping, fault. They're
1: swiping, they're swiping right on Tinder constantly in the meetings, mm-hmm.
0: and that's one hundred percent their fault, not the coaches for just, not showing them the proper just, amount of film yeah, in the meetings. Yeah,
1: it's just sad, but I mean, I, I guess what he really, what you really could take away from this is just, hey, maybe you don't, maybe don't recruit millennials.
0: Yeah, there's there's a story of that old guy that. Made his community college basketball team. Yeah, he's like, he like forty like something. Yeah. He's like, yeah. Sorry, that's not old guys, but he's not a millennial. Yeah, if we knows. have
1: all of our thirty-eight-year-old in. Old we are not ageist here, at, up in the no, air. No, we're not. But, but I get I that got out a of your minds across. right now. We are, we're actually going to cut that out. We're going to delete that part. But uh,
0: we love old people.
1: Y- yeah. Yes. Depends how old we're. I mean, there is there is a cutoff point where it's like I mean, you might be a little too old to be listening to this podcast, but. That's another. it's another. it's uh, another segment. Yeah, but no. Either way, uh, millennials bad. Not when it comes down to it. Can't create a winning culture with millennials on your team. You can't. Moving forward, that might be a problem for him. But
0: I no. I I mean I don't know. I mean now he's gonna start recruiting kids. Generation who by the way were born in like 2000s. Generation so Z, I think it's called. Not even just millennials. These kids are literally. It's not like us millennials. They're like actually born in the 2000s. Jesus. Think about that. So, like, this upcoming class, 18-year-olds are born. Zeon Williamson was born in 2000, I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. Oh, my God.
0: That, we make it sound like that's crazy, but we were born two, three years before him. That's Just still, I'm 97- still a 90s
1: kid, man. I'm still a 90s kid. Yeah,
0: but, like, 98, 97 is, seems way different than 2000. I tell you all about
1: 1999. Huh? I can tell you all about 1999.
0: You were born in 99?
1: No, but I was born in 97, but I think I remember 1999.
0: I remember on my second birthday what I got f- as a present. No way. What no? was it? It was a pail and shovel from Blue's Clues. It was a Play-Doh set.
1: That's crazy because yeah. I don't even remember my fifth birthday.
0: So I also remember eating grapes.
1: Like when? Like yesterday or like? No, like on, like on my second 90s? birthday. Oh, that's
0: crazy. I don't know why I remember that, but it's true.
1: That's what You have a wild memory, man.
0: Yeah, and then I don't remember the back of my hand,
1: but. Yeah, all of high school from football is just wiped out for you.
0: And pretty much anything relating after starting football, I don't remember because you know CTE. All right, all right so, so I'm gonna—is there if I take the lead on this? Yeah, I discovered it, so you I'm did, gonna, gonna take—I'm gonna take credit it. for this. Our uh, our good old buddy Darren Ravel—we don't know him, but we're gonna call him our good old buddy—wrote this story for ESPN. Um, apparently, there is another football league rivaling—I can't say that word—that will be rival. <laughs> Rivaling. There we go. Rivalrying. Yes. The XFL, and will be coming out before the XFL. So, th- this league is going to be called the Alliance of American Football, which I'm going to assume they're going to call the AA- AAF, but we'll get there. So,
1: yeah, who knows? Charlie Ebersall. Double
0: A-F. Charlie Ebersall is the guy behind this, pretty much. He's like the main figurehead of this. His dad, Dick um, Ebersall was McMahon, Vince McMahon's partner in the original XFL. So Charlie made the documentary about the XFL, the 30 for 30 that was on ESPN this past year. Uh, he announced that his league will be will debut February 9th, 2019. So that's that's like 10 months from now, pretty much. It's the week after the Super Bowl 53. It's gonna be 10 weeks long. Uh, there's gonna be 50 man teams. So players like oh so Bill Poleon's gonna help out. Uh, the player side's gonna be overseen by Troy Palomalu as well as J.K. McKay, who used to play at USC. Advisors to the league will also include Heinz Ward and Justin Tuck. Um, A lot of the money is funded from other people, including Jared Allen's put a lot into there, as well as Peter Thiel's uh, Founders Fund, which they own part of Barstool Sports. Just kind of give a background of where they're from. Um, McMahon didn't have a media plan, but Ebersol does. He says the opening game, as well as the championship game, will be aired on CBS, as well as one matchup per week uh, will be on the CBS Sports Network.
1: Yeah, see, that's what's big to me. That's crazy that they already have a TV deal. Yeah. But what they also say is they're going to make broadcasting interesting. Like, they're going to change up the way they do the, the actual broadcasting of the game. So yeah. I assume that means the play-by-play yeah, I don't and know. the it's color wild. Guy. So Basically not Tony Romo. It might be a lot of Tony Romo just going, mm, Yeah, mm, I don't know, Jim, but... Uh, mm. might be it. They're going to have touchdown. their own app. It's, I I don't he know says, if it's going to be as much as that, but it, I wonder if it's just going to
0: be censored if they integrate put live it, fantasy play. I wonder if it's going to be Matthew Barry by himself. <laughs> just sitting there.
1: Matthew Barry breaking is in a down dark the fantasy room. Fantasy implications Matthew Barry's is just game. in a dark room with like the film reel, not even like a projector and he's just got like a he's got like a laser pointer being like, "Okay, we're going to get I the 22 if, here."
0: I wonder if that's where Sean uh McDonough's gonna go now. If it's gonna be Sean McDonough, that you would know what be, they should well, do? He's doing
1: college football now.
0: It's just, it should be John Madden and uh, Peyton Manning. That would be hilarious. And boom, Peyton over there. You see this, and just boom, <laughs> and he's back. And then Peyton's like, yeah, uh huh.
1: Yeah, well, John, uh.
0: <laughs> I can't do a Peyton Manning more, so I'm not pe- even pe- trying. I don't know if I can do a I also Peyton love Manning. Peyton Manning, so I'm not gonna. So, so basically, Peyton, this league, it's, it's obviously. Chicken. You so they're gonna integrate so the fantasy good. because 20 million people stop according to this, according to Ebersol, 20 million people only play fantasy football. Yeah, out of what? So like that's said like 50, 59 50 million. Nine. Yeah. So that's a third. I don't of know why fantasy. You just over, it to 60. Slightly there, over but. a third of fantasy sports guys only play football, which is gonna give them an incre- incredible market. Cause yeah. I'm gonna do it.
1: Oh, of course! I will definitely do it. So
0: that's a, that's really smart. Because even that's if where they the world get,
1: is. even if they get like half of, if they get like ten million people, that's still like pretty yeah. good for your first year. Oh yeah, and I will definitely be all in. Uh, and they, he
0: also talked about how the people involved know that this isn't a one-year thing. Yeah, it's a. They said seven to ten-year plan to get this kicking and up and going. Which I'm glad he realizes that because everyone's, I everyone tries to get it going in a year or two, and it's not realistic, especially with the NFL still being so prepped excuse me, prevalent. Um, So he says there's going to be eight teams in cities that are going to be announced over the next several months. Um, They'll have regional drafts, basically meaning um, eligible players that played college in that area. The first dibs will go to those teams. So this is just the example I came up with because being a Michigan guy, if Ann Arbor gets a team, if you played at Michigan, Michigan State, Like Illinois, Indiana, as long as there's another team around there, all those type of guys will first be able to get picked by that team. So that way there's local recognition of the players on the teams that are there.
1: Yeah, that's a good idea because it's it's a great idea. All these guys who just like tear their ACL and like just never play again and just become like just car salesmen probably love this idea. Well, just, just but imagine... But also, all the guys who just can't come back now probably hate it. Like, Robert Griffin probably hates this because just he's, imagine. he's just done. But, like, it's a good idea because all these guys, like, all these guys who don't make it to the NFL who go undrafted, too. Just, just think about this. this league and just uh, be a who, beast.
0: Johnny Manziel, legend in Texas, not in the NFL. Johnny Manziel! If there's a team in Texas... I wasn't even thinking why of Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel is different because everyone knows him nationally. Yeah. So, for example... I don't know. It's hard for me to think about it because I'm not a big, you know. But so here's an idea. Jordan Lynch. I don't know if you're Jordan Lynch. He played at Northern Illinois. He was a Heisman candidate. I definitely candidate. don't know who that is. So imagine there's a team in Illinois, and they take Jordan Lynch to be a quarterback. People in Illinois know who Jordan Lynch is. I do because I remember him, and I used to like play college football games. Or Donard Robinson goes back to Michigan. Oh,
1: be unreal. You know what I'm saying? Stuff. This, just Shoot little waist. things like
0: that. Yeah. Like those type of players that were really big college players and people forget about Dude, them.
1: If Johnny Manziel went into this league, it would just blow up so quickly and he would will. literally just juke the hell out of everybody and that would get him an NFL job. Yeah. And then this league would probably just disappear. But
0: it'll happen. I mean, I'm just saying.
1: I think this actually has a chance to be successful when I look at it, though. Because and they it, also if said, it already has a TV deal. Then like they're doing something well, and like CBS isn't just gonna pick up like some random league. They definitely no. have like solid people behind this. Well, us. here's
0: what they did that's smart. They backed it up with NFL players with very recognizable names that people liked, that the league liked, that know what they're doing and had longevity in the league. Bill Polian is kind of off his rocker sort of recently, but he still knows how to run a league and <laughs> be successful. <laughs> and not only that, but they're making it more interesting. So it's going to be different. I'll, I'll read off these little rules they have at the end of this. Um, no TV timeouts, 60% fewer commercials, which you can do that starting off because you don't have as many deals with other places and your league isn't funded by all those deals. It's funded by players and people, former players and people, which is great. So that way it doesn't have to be commercialized right away. And it doesn't have to be you yeah. know, a I big thing. At business some point, thing. they it's will just, need more. It's just entertainment. Yeah, at some
1: point, they're going to need more than just it's gonna get investment money. But, like, I feel like if it's quality first, like, three years, they'll, like, really. It's start obviously
0: going to depend on how good the games are exactly. and how good the teams That's are. That's what I'm saying. But yeah. it's, it's basically going to be D1 football longer.
1: Even, yeah. Even, like, if, if, like, the talent isn't there right away, if, like, the announcers are funny or something, if if, like, they do, if they find a way to make it, like, content and, like, quality like funny Agreed. exciting like the pregame shows are hilarious like i'm all in
0: well if that guy from barstool sports is involved i have a feeling it might be a little i don't know how much of a play he has into yeah. it, but i'm just saying there's a possibility that it's something it's not a standard normal thing yeah exactly. it's not gonna be too crazy because cbs if picked it's, it up if it's but
1: like not yeah see that's what i was I, if it was like just like streamable and not on actual tv then they could like
0: it is streamable they're gonna have their own app
1: Oh, so it's only okay. So it's not on the CBS app. It's on. It says on. It says in the article okay, here. Okay, I like that because now because they're they're now have they their can own league's app see we can now the games. now they don't have the TV rules. They can say whatever they want and well, they can make it fun. So the opening game, the, the CBS week, there's gonna be CBS. The CBS but games they have to be like obviously like they. No, can't but be then like in between it says it doesn't like say that. CBS.
0: It says on CBS Sports Network. Which is kind of like you have NBC like, Sports. It's not the main. Yeah, you pay for like a. For the you extra have to pay channels. extra for it. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like the main five channels that you yeah, get exactly. on all basic cable. Yeah. It's a different thing. Which, it's still CBS, and that's only one game per week. But there's only four games a week. Because yeah. there's gonna be eight teams.
1: If you can get a guy like you know who like Bob Menner is on like if you can get like somebody like that just like announcing these games for their yeah. app that would be hilarious.
0: I am excited about it. I'm gonna watch it. I'm um, definitely watching it. There's also the no kickoffs. Ball's gonna be placed yeah. at 25 yard this line. This is
1: this is what I find hilarious because they're literally just taking the foot out of football. They might as well just call it the ball league. Like it's hilarious. But if you there's think no about kicking. it,
0: what do kickoffs in the NFL even do? They would try to return one occasionally yeah. if it's a little windy. Exactly. But it's that's basically how it starts. Well, kickoffs anyways. used to be electric.
1: Yeah, yeah and but they would.
0: Devin Hester destroyed people. Once and they, science, once science
1: was created, football like kickoffs weren't as electric. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just it, – It's stupid. It, you, yeah, say no to science, kids. Also, say no to science
0: this is the rule that we kind of agreed we kind of like the most, is there's no onside kicks. So the losing team in that situation – Yeah, this is a crazy one. And, it, and it, you score a touchdown, right? And instead of onside kicking, you get the ball on your own 35 on its 4th and ten. So you have one play, you have to get those 10 yards, and then you can keep driving. It's, if you think about it, it's the exact same thing. Because if you recover the onside kick, where are you gonna, you kick off from your own 35. Yeah. So you're, you're going to get it around your own 45, your own 50 anyways. Yeah. So I think that's a great idea because it keeps people interested. It actually gives you a better chance. And then there's also going to be a 30-second play clock, which is shorter. And every touchdown is going to be followed by a two-point conversion. You, there's no extra points.
1: That's what I like too, because I do that all the time in Madden, so I can relate to that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Make it relate, relatable. To those they need millennials need to come out with right? a
1: video, video game of this shit. So then it will, ah, that would then be will, sick. Then it will relate to. I think 2K should pick it up. More. If 2K picked it up, that'd be electric. Because EA
0: Sports does Madden. Yep. And so why not? 2K two K used to have a two K does game. like other things. So why would they not just pick up football? Two K
1: had a football game with like Terrell Owens on the cover, and I bought it, and it I don't was the that. worst football game I've ever seen in my life. Two K
0: baseball used to be trash too. Yeah,
1: I used to have that game too. But yeah, I have a knack so for picking up trash things.
0: Except for basketball.
1: Things that suck, I know how to. I know how to find them, but like I think they're good. Yeah. I think it, I think
0: it's going to be great. I Honestly, this sounds amazing. There's only eight teams, so what you're going to do is you're going to get the best NFL rejects that still want to play. Which yeah, means it's, you're just, gonna find it's limited just the enough. The 400 best D1 athletes that didn't want to go any further, yeah. I think it's going to be great. I think you're going to find a lot of gems. And I think at the very least, what it's going to do is it's going to turn into a transitional NFL league. Almost.
1: I think yeah it could be like a US I NFL hope that's thing. not what
0: happens I hope it gets its own thing because this would be great.
1: Exactly. Like, I feel like it's bad timing like with like it's, I feel like it's hard to grow a football league right now. <laughs> like I feel like that's probably the hardest thing to do.
0: Yeah, because football is decreasing just, so much. Yeah. However, the NFL it, if they can do this, the NFL is in shambles. Roger no one likes Roger Goodell. Yeah. The league itself is under a lot of heat and if these guys can ha- which with f- so many good former players that are respectable and likable by not just fan bases, but, like, businesses and upper management type of people, I think... And they know how to win, too. All of these guys yeah, were winners. Jared do. Allen never won a Super Bowl, but Jared Allen knows how well, he to... He also knows how party, too. Yeah, that's true.
1: Heinz Ward, Justin Tuck, legends. Troy yeah. Palamalu. Troy Palomalu,
0: legend. Yeah, and So... I think when you get those guys on board, yeah, just quality one people. that shows quality you that people. these guys who aren't haven't been retired that long, none of them are eligible for the Hall of Fame yet. So that only tells you that they haven't been retired long at all. Yeah. These guys are willing to move on from the NFL and start something new because they believe in a new league, which and also, they also just probably, shows you they, that there's some. There's they something probably wrong hate with the, the NFL.
1: NFL or just know that enough people hate the NFL to see that there's a, a, a little.
0: I think it's a little, little bit both. The NFL is so fucked up that. The, it there's leagues like this will be able to take over, and I think it'll happen at some point. And I think they've got being so prepared already, and they're beating the XFL to the punch, which is huge because yeah. if the XFL fails again, we may never get another one.
1: I don't. They're, I don't think Vince McMahon's gonna triple down. Yeah.
0: No, they're prepared. They're ready to go, and I, they have a plan. They have a way to make it more entertaining for the people, which is a big. I thing. wonder if
1: the XFL, because they're coming out in two years. I wonder if they just say, oh, like, fuck it, let's just. Not even, not even do this anymore because this league looks like it's so much more developed. Vince McMahon doesn't back down from a fight. He's yeah, that's true. Down. He's also How, apparently it, put in 100 hundred million dollars. If this can have a successful first
0: year, like a pretty solid first year, you never know. Yeah. If there's a team anywhere near here, there's a chance I buy a, a rivalry between
1: player. this league and Vince McMahon, seeing that it's a guy who used to work for McMahon would actually be electric as hell.
0: No, that's the thing though. Is that's what could happen is it could turn into yeah. these two extremes of football. I would Oh
1: my god, I'd be And all the NFL in. could
0: just dissolve because the NFL is a joke. It has a lot of money which I think people will still the top prospects will go there because of money. Yeah. But the if money's these always going to be Successful there. and this starts to dissolve, you never know.
1: I mean, I'm telling you you get Johnny you get Johnny, you you get Johnny Manziel in no, here. No, listen. T- just just think about this game. for a second.
0: If you're thinking a guy like Jerry Jones, right? Against the NFL, has complete control of his team. Would he ever take the Dallas Cowboys out of the NFL? I don't know. But if there's a guy that would do it, it's Jerry Jones. That would be such a that would be such a Texas thing the to power. do. Power just, se- just secede, secede from the union, and just he joins this, but then he lets he can't take all the NFL players with him unless from the they union, want to. The but none of them States, would want to so leave the why. NFL. So then. The Cowboys are part of this. I'm, this is a stretch. Obviously. This
1: is one of the craziest ideas that I've ever heard. And it's like, this is like a drunk idea or something. What, the Cowboys leaving the yeah. NFL for the <laughs> AAF? Yeah. It's possible, man. it <laughs> be unreal. Be, I mean, like, Jerry Jones could buy this league and then like, five other leagues if he wanted to. Probably could. That's what, That's what I mean, though, is if this takes over and everyone is this pissed at
0: Goodell and this pissed at the NFL, it is very possible ten year, five, ten years from now that this league is running the football world. That'd be crazy. If it's that's successful, it obviously has to get good football. Everything has would have to work out, yeah. Yes, but it it is possible, especially since it's more entertaining, based on the rules so and far. And the way that, that like,
1: everything's moving, like it's entertainment's like running. And the they world. have players
0: that have been through it running it, so they know what it takes to make the players happy, to make them safe, to keep – and that's the key. Is the NFL has a bunch of old white dudes, or a bunch of old dudes who aren't used to the – the new aspect of the game and what it's like now that's true all right so we have one more new segment for you guys before we get to the end um we're gonna call this one breaking snooze hmm.
1: that's a bad snooze at the end there that's yeah but i don't know what you're doing it's my bad Snorlax. I can't whistle. I tried to do like so, uh, a light whistle, didn't work. This is gonna
0: be the segment where we just there's just like news stories specific. This one specifically on ESPN where it's just like headline news, but it's not a big deal.
1: It really. It so, also has to be irrelevant to like anything else going on. Well, it doesn't have to be, but this one is.
0: Okay, so this one is literally this is the third headline on ESPN in the top headline section. Yeah. Bama QB. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this right. Tongue of Vilo. I almost got it. Tungo Valoa? Tungo Valoa, thank you. Tungo Valoa. Tua Tungo Valoa. We got it. We got it. Let's go. Let's get it. Uh, He injures his thumb in the first spring ball practice. That is breaking headline news at ESPN.
1: The people need to know. And if that
0: doesn't tell you how slow it is today. Nick Saban's like, oh, he's gotta go to the hospital and get worked on. You know, we, we're not gonna speculate on what it might be. No shit. It's his thumb. It's the first day of practice. This just
1: opens things up for Jalen Hurts. He doesn't have to transfer to like Ole Miss now. He will. He doesn't have to become a bum. He clearly is gonna he's definitely leaving either way. But now this is probably like he's probably like, oh,
0: I might come back. And then it the story turns into. So that's the headline, and then the story turns into Sabin uh, about a competition between Tungo Valoa, and Hurts, and he's like, "I know you guys want me to make something up, but I'm not going to do that." And so it, then it turns into that, and all, and, and he, he, basically the breakdown of that. Alabama's like, I don't know. It's just other injuries. and this is could not be more irrelevant to anything happening in the sports world right now It's March Madness this is we're like talking about no one time. cares about college like, football right now it's spring ball spring ball is dope when you play it but it's really it, it's irrelevant because it's where players break through but like it's irrelevant to the media I don't
1: it makes no sense why it this doesn't is make any story sense. so ridiculous. that was
0: breaking that's breaking snooze for you guys today So basically, yeah, we'll we'll be coming up with that whenever we see a story that just is r- fucking ridiculous. All right. All right, so we're getting to the end here. Up in the are uh, up in the air segments. Um, do you want you can go first if you want. I, I got to go first. Yeah, let's we'll get it. it
1: um, is Ty is Tyronn Lue or actually is Le- it has LeBron put a hit out on Tyron Lue? Ooh. Is he still alive? That's the question. Um, this is up in the air because Tyron Lue. Says he's got a little sickness going on. Apparently he was, like, coughing up blood, which is hilarious. But also kind of, like, hopefully he's not actually dying. But it's hilarious because it's like LeBron probably poisoned him. That'd be tough. um, Because LeBron wants him out of Cleveland. But then at the same time, LeBron is already coaching the team anyways.
0: Does LeBron really want anyone in Cleveland?
1: No. He, he like, subtweets Kevin Love. No, no. And he said Kevin he wants Kevin back. He's like, "Oh, we need him back," and it's like, "No, dude, see, make he up wants an mind. all-star
0: there with him, just so he has exactly. some help." But he, I don't think he really cares about who's there because he knows he's LeBron.
1: He also just knows that there's no way that he is getting past the Warriors at all. So I think he's kind of given up here.
0: Ooh, I don't know. All four of their stars are hurt. You never know. That's very here, true. Here's my take on the Tyron situation. That was on the Tyron Lou situation.
1: I didn't even. I didn't even hear.
0: I like put my hand in front of my mouth while oh, I was talking.
1: Tough. Idiot. I've been doing that the whole time.
0: Um <laughs> uh, so I I believe that his daddy, uh Alan Iverson, yep. told him, right over him that he wasn't allowed to coach anymore because his Sixers are back and he just he can't get in the way of that. And since he is officially his father um thanks to the two thousand one NBA Finals. Uh, Tyron Lue has to listen, and it was past his curfew, and he had to come home and, you know, get that ass whooped.
1: Yeah, he's on. He's not on house arrest because that's a little too extreme. Uh, he's just he, grounded. He, he's, yeah, he got ground. He got grounded because he he got grounded. So that's pretty much it. Allen is just like you he know probably what? Probably legitimately has just mono right now. Yeah, he, you've been acting a fool, so you're grounded. Yeah. What Tyronn what Tyron Lue needs to do is really just. I don't really how how do you unpoison yourself? Cuz Lebron definitely poisoned him. I, I don't know.
0: Maybe hmm. Lebron poisoned him and Allen Iverson was just like Maybe he just
1: needs to detox and just step away yeah. for a week, come back. Maybe you get some plastic surgery and, fis- and fix And he's the not face allowed to leave until he beats his dad one on one, life. so I don't know if he'll ever be back. His face is always just looks scrunched up in a ball.
0: Tyron Liu. Tyron Liu looks like Ice JJ Fish. Yep. Hot
1: take. It. Not even, I think that's
0: accurate. Take accurate,
1: accurate. <laughs> um, but that's it. That's what. That's my
0: up in the air, man. Cool. So mine is uh, how will the Jets ruin their franchise this year? That's what's up in the air. Yeah. How, what, so are, what are
1: they gonna? What are they gonna? Well, fuck up the this first time? thing
0: they're gonna do is they're gonna trade away both their second round picks this year, the sixth pick, which you have to give up, and their second round pick next year. So four very good picks. So that they can move up uh, three move spots. Up three spots.
1: Yeah. I like the move because it puts all the pressure on the Cleveland Browns to just pick a quarterback. Here's what I like. But then they can still draft a running back at the fourth pick. The Jets
0: have not grown a pair of balls in a while. It's been a while since they moved up or they have taken a risk somewhere instead of just, like, playing it cool, which I love when they take offensive linemen. I love when they take defensive linemen. It's great. But in five years, with the exception of Mangold and Ferguson, within five years they're out
1: the door. Yeah.
0: They play, have a couple great seasons. No, I, well, yeah, we talked about done. this
1: like I think like the first one. I love the five-year plan.
0: Yeah, but that's the thing is no it's a five-year plan that never coincides with the other five-year plans. It's just like every year there's a new five-year plan and they never link up. That's how I
1: live way. my life. Like, every, but every five days.
0: I'm more of like a five-hour guy. Five-hour. I like
1: player. that. You're a like, you're real millennial. You want uh, real maybe five-minute even because I I don't really. It's a short-ass attention much. span right there. That's very Cleveland Brown-esque of you. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm not gestion, sure if that's so a compliment. I'm, I'm very close I'm to Not being sure if that's a compliment, right. but I'll you're to welcome. You.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, <but> my <laughs> take is they give up both their second round picks, which were both in the top fifty, by the way. If you yeah, I was. I don't see how you can't keep one of those and give up. Like, I don't understand how you can't keep
1: one. Why of those. didn't they just move up to like the number? Why didn't they try and move up to the number one and just be like, hey? Because you give up more. Yeah. True. I mean. It makes I, no I sense to that. me because they're still they could still get a quarterback that they like because no what I think is stupid of the is you teams sign ahead of Bridgewater them aren't going to draft a quarterback so no
0: the thing is it's either they're going to draft a quarterback right now which is what they need to do because they need to establish themselves yeah, for the future they do or they're going to take fucking Bradley Chubb if they move up three spots to take Quentin Nelson I'll be happy because I, I love Quentin who's Nelson that? I think he's going to be fucking fantastic who's that? He's the guard the guard oh. from Notre Dame yeah yeah yeah. But you don't give up that much for an offensive lineman because you need – especially when your team is so terrible. If you're the Bills, for one – well, they don't have a quarterback right now, so that's a bad example. But if you're yeah, your a team – and they might not
1: even draft one, which is classic
0: Bills. If you're a team on the cusp of being really good and you're an offensive lineman short, sure, go ahead. Move up, give up a couple picks, go get yourself a championship. Yeah, that's But what we the Jets aren't on the cusp the of shit except for sucking again. Yeah, yeah. They still needed. I like Crowell, I like below Powell, but he's 30. What they needed to do is they needed to wait and get themselves another running back in the second round. Chubb would be there at 37. Chubb will be there at f- possibly 49, maybe not 49. But you can get a decent running back in that second round. Yeah, you could. If you throw that on top of whoever you take at six, I think you're looking good because you have, you have another year to get a quarterback. You have two pretty good quarterbacks. I know you want to develop them and get them ready, and that's great. I'm not against it, especially if the quarterback works out. I just didn't want them to give up both their picks because they had yeah. two good second-round picks this year. It's
1: tough, man. It's just a classic move by the Jets.
0: It is giving up too much, and the thing is, they're going to take the one quarterback that sucks.
1: I actually, I think they're going to. I pick, guarantee they should pick Baker be, Mayfield, but they're probably going to pick Josh Allen. I,
0: if they take Baker Mayfield, I'll be ecstatic because even if they suck, I love Baker.
1: Baker Mayfield. Mayfield's just like, yeah, he like. Only got, problem is he he if got he wears tackled number six in,
0: again. That's problematic.
1: Th- you can there's a there's negatives and positives. He got one. He got tackled into a wall. He, but he's also very confident. He's also just one of the – I think he's the most accurate passer out of all of these quarterbacks. And he went off in the last game of the year. The only thing was his defense just sucked, so he lost. So yeah, he's he'll, he'll a great quarterback. Jeff, and also, so. uh, he had durability. Again, he got tackled into a wall by the cops. That's a negative, but he got up after the tackle. True. And, and walked off. My, that's, my a football, that's a football move. My fear he is established. He, he was just on the ground game. This guy is better than anyone else in the draft, Agreed. other than Saquon Barkley. He's better than everyone else. He's a tough dude, tough dude Under- leader. Under Barkley, real baller. He's just a maniac. He's he, a good guy. He, he, he belongs in New York, and he he does. Be, he those press conferences a, would be. He
0: belongs on a team that's unreal. had their chip on their shoulder forever because he's had his a chip on his shoulder his entire yeah. life. He's never been good enough. Uh, not that I don't like Josh Rosen, but Josh Rosen has never had a chip on his shoulder. He's been blue-collar his entire life. I think so he was Sam born Darnold.
1: in a country club.
0: Yeah. And Sam, Sam Darnold is a USC quarterback, and only one USC quarterback has been successful yeah. in the NFL, and it's Carson Palmer. And was he, like, that successful, or he just play in an era that made his stats look successful? That's very true.
1: He also just had Larry Fitzgerald and Chad Ochoacinco, TJ Huchmanzato, Um TJ the name drop of the yeah, year. Yeah, I, I just love that guy's Mazzada. hair. It's
0: really weird hair. He also played for the Raiders for a year or two. I yeah, think. he did. Random guy. And he wasn't. It's not part of like Fox. Spending has
1: been like Fox Sports, like on but, like Undisputed and stuff. Randomly, I was like, oh, that guy. I think yeah. He played for the Pats too. Who? No, Ocho Cinco did. I'm getting Ocho Cinco played a year for the Pats. you
0: talking about Hushmanzada? Yeah. He played for the Ravens at some point.
1: Yeah. But yeah, Ocho Cinco played for the Pats for a year. It was crazy. Yeah.
0: But, yeah, so I'm just wondering how the Jets are going to ruin it. They're either going to take another defensive lineman at three, because if they take Bradley Chubb at three, I'm going to be furious because, really.
1: I mean, like, Bradley Chubb's nasty.
0: Yeah, but the thing is, is so is Leonard Williams, but he didn't have a good year last year. If they're D linemen, man. I know they're great in all. Marcus
1: Davenport. I think his, name is, his first name is Marcus. I know his last name is Davenport. I think he went to, like, I think he's a, he's a D end. Uh, he's not going to be top. He went great, to man. UTEP. No, he's going to be, like, top ten. I know you're talking about. He's going to be good. He's going to be top ten. He has all I'm the same measurables as J- Jadavion Clowney. The only difference is wild. he may or may not tear his ACL. That's still up to, for debate. But
0: that's how most people are up in the air about that. Yeah. So, I think they're going to take a quarterback, but my take is they're going to take the one that doesn't do well. And that's just how it's going to work.
1: Yeah, I wonder if that's a direct correlation.
0: Most of the time it is. They're like me with uh, they should they should like you with betting. We
1: need to we need to talk to the Jets and just let them. Know. Yeah, they
0: know what they know how to lose. Yeah, they're good at that. Yeah, and be successful occasionally to get your hopes up. Maybe get a mathematician in there to just think they won't said. lose anymore, Yeah. but then they just lose a lot. I need
1: like an I need like a when this podcast gets big enough, I'm just gonna hire an intern, but it's gonna be like like an eighth grade kid, just like a just a random kid, probably maybe like one of my brother's friends, just like a little kid. Cool. Yeah, we
0: don't we don't promote uh, child labor. No, no, no. We will we'll, we'll pay the. We'll kid. be
1: paying him. Um, that's still up for debate. How we're gonna find? How we're gonna be able to pay this kid? But he's basically just gonna. When, when I tell him, I'm just gonna tell him. I'm gonna report to him all of my picks, and he's just gonna tell me no, every single time, and we'll bet the other one. We'll win a, a million dollars.
0: Oh, so it's like. I just need somebody. It's like when they have I need pets pick the there Super Bowl at winner at all
1: times. Yes, exactly.
0: But it'll be a little kid. It'll be like his color. Uh, you, should you should make it, make it a seven-year-old seven girl. Yeah I man. Okay, that's a little weird, but yeah. if we can find a family member who's a young girl and be like, hey, pick this for us, darling, and she'll be like, oh, that one's has purple, I like it, and uh, then you'll be like, saying. I wasn't going to we'll pick them. we put a
1: picture, we just put a picture of the uniforms up there. Yeah, it's you know, Ravens, know how girls... Ravens, Raiders, you be like, uh, I'm going Raiders, like, what do you think? She'll be like, I like purple, let's go. Ooh, birdie.
0: I'm scared of pirates, like... It's like girls in March Madness. I like the mascot better. Exactly, I like their like jersey's the better. And how who does better? Exactly. The fucking. Oh, you're mascots. telling me that a girl didn't pick the Retrievers over the Cavaliers?
1: Yeah, I mean like I actually I'm did just hear saying. about, yeah, no, I did hear about people who did that just I'm based just off of mascots and they got the fucking I saw it on Twitter. They got the fucking upset of the century. Correct. And I'm just like, "What?" I'm just saying. It's 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 oh, bullshit, also, a really little
0: random tidbit on this. Uh, my, I know how my to bro- and everybody else knows how to win. I have a little brother who's a half-brother, and his mom, so it's we have the same dad, different moms, yeah. his mom was filling out a bracket, and she's picking all the higher seeds, because she thought that means they were ranked, like, they were better. So like she this, just got... a higher ranking. She thought that, like, the 16 seeds were the better seeds. And my d- step, my dad was like, hold on, no, you need to, like, look at this the other way and completely try again.
1: <laughs> and then she just had all one She probably got them all the right still. That's the thing, yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious.
0: Well is that the show. Alright. Any uh any closing comments, Riley?
1: No, not really, other than I'm dead broke, and I really need this podcast to
0: blow up in like tomorrow. I'm also dead broke. Yeah. But we will we will grind any, through uh,
1: it. any ads that you need read off, hit us up at up in the air, paw, yeah, at We
0: will read any ad you want. I don't care. I really don't care either what your business no, is. I don't I care what your is. business is. If you're paying no.
1: money, I'm speaking
0: for you i'm good at talking and i like talking let's so. make it happen let's and i go. like i like talking about things
1: let's get it i love it all
0: right guys, all right, guys. Uh, uh, we'll, uh we'll uh no guarantee we'll put another one out this week uh but we will definitely be back next week with some brand new content uh with conclusion of uh we'll talk about the final four at sometime next week Yes. Um, yeah. We're gonna try to get. We're gonna try to get some, that time. an interview and try to come up with some ideas where we can get something other than just us rambling for an hour. Very true. Uh, we're gonna work on that, but we will. We'll get back to you guys and just subscribe. Uh, we're on iTunes now. Damn right. Uh, turn on your notifications so you know when we put new stuff out. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter at Up In The Air Pod. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Up In The Air Pod.
1: Um, yeah, we gotta get the Instagram off the ground. We gotta get it going. Yeah. yeah we'll we'll get there man.
0: We'll figure that out. We're grinding, just keep sticking with us. Uh we'll catch you guys
1: next time. Have a good